Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by Baylife Church Port Stevens. We hope you find this message challenges and inspires you in your daily Christian walk. For more information, visit www.baylifechurch.org.au. And uh, the series is It's Your Choice. And it's been a great series. And Pastor Greg's been encouraging us in our choices and, and the choices that we're making. And this morning, what I'm going to be encouraging us in is we're talking about it's your choice. But I want to ask you the question this morning, is it a wise choice? Who would love to make more wise choices in life, Right? A choice is great, but a wise choice is such a better option, right? Because, you know, we can make whatever choice we want in life. You know, the Bible says in in 1 Corinthians, um, it says that everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial, (laughs) which means that we can do whatever we want, but not everything that we do is beneficial, for our lives. And that's why I think it's important that when we're making choices, we're making wise choices. You know, we have the ability to do anything in life. We do. We can, I can, I can choose. One thing that I have 100% control over in my life is my choices. It is. The only thing that you really have 100% control over in your life are your choices. You can't necessarily control what's happening in your life all the time. You can't actually always control the things that you know happen to you, but you have 100% control of the choices that you make when it's happening, right? So, we are ultimately a sum of our choices. Our life and where I am right now is a sum of the choices that I've made in the past. Are you with me here this morning? Now, the reason we're in the room this morning is not because that you somehow woke up and got into a trance and levitated your way to the car and then somehow popped up here in a seat. The reason that you're in church this morning is because you decided probably last night or maybe you decided 50 years ago that I'm going to be at church every single Sunday. Maybe that you woke up this morning and said, oh, church, I'm going to do that this morning and we're going to get ready and we're going to get the kids ready and we're going to fight for them to put their shoes on and wear the right dress that we've asked. And this is my family, I don't know about yours. <laughs> wear the dress and do your hair and, you know, brush your teeth if we're lucky. Hop in the car, try not to fight while you're hopping in the car. Get out to church and, you know, stop pulling your hair out on the way to church because, you know, we want to make sure that you look good for church. But you're here this morning <laughs> because... You've chosen to be here, right? Wouldn't it be amazing in life if the choices that we made come, came, every choice that we made came with that little, that guy on the radio, or it could be a girl's or it's usually the guy on the radio who speaks really, really, really fast after a commercial. It's like, you know, you know when, you know, and you never know what they say. But how amazing would it be when you're making a choice, this voice would pop up in your head and say, you know, maybe it might be, I'm about to go to the gym. This gym session is going to cause excessive pain and may cause you to vomit. You will wake up in the morning with sore arms, but it will be beneficial, beneficial for your health. 
That'd be good, right? Be like, okay, I can pain, good for my health. I'm gonna, I'm gonna big arms. I'm gonna do that. Okay, um, that's 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 a bonus. I look good as well if I go to the gym because that's what life's all about, right? So um, that was not true. <laughs> okay, I was joking there. That's not what life is all about. Um, or maybe when Easter time comes and. Yes, there we go. Um, <laughs> or the chocolate comes up on the uh, shelf, and we decide to go to the, the shelf. And a little voice pops up in our head say, you can buy all this chocolate, but it may cause sickness, and because of all the chocolate that you have eaten, it's going to require you to do a gym session that we talked about just before. <laughs> Would I still choose to make that choice? It's true. It's true, we would, because it just tastes so good. But you know what? What I'm trying to get us to a place this morning is that we're all making choices, but are we thinking about the choices that we're making, and are they the choices that God wants us to make, and are they wise choices for where you are in life. You know, I remember there was a time, I have so many stories I could tell right now. There's just like, when bad choices come up, it's like this catalog that just opens up and I can just choose so many different ones. And I'm sorry you've heard these stories before, but they just make fun of me. So um, you can laugh at me. But, you know, I remember that, you know, there's this choices that I've made in life. Like one day I was, you know, down the, down the front of the church and was spray painting stuff. And one of the spray cans broke. And I'm like, I can fix this. I made a choice. <laughs> Wasn't a, I don't think, looking back, it was a wise choice. But I said, you know what? I reckon I can fix this. And I grabbed a stick, because I thought it was clogged, and I put a stick in to the top of the can. And as I did that, it just went bang! And it blew up in my face, and it looked like the guy out of Braveheart. I just had one side of my face. That was not a wise choice, to put a stick in the top of a compressed can. Don't do that. Because of that story, <laughs> the story goes on, and I was telling this story at, uh, at Tomary High School one day in front, in front of about 150 Unai girls, and um, one unwise choice led to another unwise choice, and um, I had a bit of a, the flu, a bit of a cold, and I was talking at a welfare session in, in front of it was literally 150 nine girls. It's like a bunch of vipers and, and like just looking at you, trying to, try, trying to you know, tear you apart with their eyes because they don't want to be there. And um, I'm there and I'm talking to them and encouraging them. And I'm telling this story. I think, oh, good way to you know, lighten them up and tell them a funny story. So I'm telling them this story about how the can went bang. And I thought, I'm really going to get into this moment. I'm going to get into this moment of the bang just so I can engage them. And I went, Bang! And remember, I had a bit of a cold. <laughs> and what happened? This is no word of a lie. A booger flew out of my nose and landed on my top lip right here. I had a bit of a mustache at the time. And I had, I know, it was revolting. It's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me in life. And there's a booger that lands right here on my mustache. But it gets better. <laughs> what do you do with a booger? In front of 150 United girls. 
my head just went into this decision-making mode. Like, what am I going to do? 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 I'm holding the microphone in the right hand like I always do, standing like this. So I pick it up with my left hand. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I flick it at someone and make it a joke? (laughs) Do I roll this thing up and just wait for all of the, you know, the wetness to go out of it so that that I can continue (laughs) to talk? But my brain made the best decision that I ever could have made. I put it in my pocket (laughs) and I pretended like it never happened and I just kept talking to these girls for the next 25 minutes and uh, I distracted them with a really attractive guy down the front, Blake Taylor, I don't know if you remember him, Um, he was down the front in a singlet and I said, and girls, Blake single Taylor down the front Um, and they all turned their attention to a good looking guy and they forgot about me, but choices. (laughs) are really important in life because one bad choice can lead to another bad choice. And uh, I hope the story finishes there. And uh, I choose to blow my nose before I hop up on stage now. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> Let's have a look at our choices today. This is what we're talking about. And the choices we make, as I was saying, are really the only thing we have complete control over. We choose what we do with our life. And a lot of the time, we go through life making choices, and we can blame a lot of people and a lot of things and a lot of circumstances and a lot of stuff about why I am where I actually am right now. But really, to be honest with you this morning, the reason you are where you are right now is because of the choices you've made. And there's stuff that happens in life that is not fair, I know. I, I counsel kids every single day. You know, I have, I have a girl in my, in, my, in my class at the moment doing New South Wales Youth Live Academy. We were doing testimonies on, on Thursday, and this girl, she sat there and she just, I'm just assuming, you know, all these kids in the room are, you know, going strong for God, and, you know, they're on fire, and, you know, they're, you know, some of the best leaders coming out of churches around the Hunter, and I'm sitting in the room, and she goes, oh, yeah, it's been a really tough past season. My dad has this, just came down with this rare disease and he became a vegetable one morning and he hasn't been able to give me a hug for the last four months. And she goes, oh, but it gets worse. (laughs) That my mum also struggles with depression and, you know, I've got two young sisters and my mum's been admitted to hospital for the last month so I've just been looking after my sisters for the last... And I'm just sitting there going, how are you in this room? (laughs) How have you made the decisions and the choices in the midst of everything that's going on to still allow you to be where you are right now? You know, we hear stories like that and we hear people go off the the rails and like, yeah, I completely understand why you're there. I completely understand why you're in the position that you're in because of everything that's happened in life. But you can hear another story about the exact same kind of situation And they've ended up over here, right? And they're successful and life's going amazing. And it's really comes to the sum of the choices that they made in the situation. So this morning, what I want to encourage us in today is that the choices that we're making are impacting your future. The choices we're making right now, doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter how young you are, our choices are always making a difference in your future. 
The choices that we're making right now are ultimately determining where we're going to be tomorrow. Are you with me? Ephesians 5, 15 to 17, it says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most out of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And what I want to do this morning is I want to encourage us in what is the wise thing to do and have a look at, at, at three areas um, in how we can be making wise choices. Can I pray? Awesome. God, we thank you for this morning. And I just pray right now that as we, as we get into this um, concept of choices and wise choices, God, that you can encourage us and help us and, and maybe challenge us, Lord God, in the choices that we are making and the choices that we're going to make from this point on. I just pray that you bless this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So when we're making a choice, lots of things come into our head. And a lot of the time when we're making a choice, we don't even think about why we come to the conclusion that we come to and we just make the choice. You know, there's something in education that we like to talk about, and the word is metacognition. And the whole concept of metacognition is actually thinking about thinking. <laughs> and thinking about thinking is actually thinking is the choice that I'm actually about to make or thinking about what I'm actually thinking right now, is it actually beneficial and is it actually going to lead me to where I want to get to? And this morning, as I said, I want to break up into to three things about why we make the choice and how we should make the choices of where we're going to, or of right now, for where we're going to end up in the future. So the first thing that we need to think about when a choice comes up, you know, and this doesn't come into, you know, what you're wearing in the morning. Maybe it should for some of you. Um, <laughs> this is some of my youth that I'm talking about. Um, you know, or the haircut that you get. Some of my youth should also think about that. Um, that was funny. They have bad haircuts, some of them, okay? <laughs> they do. I saw this kid the other day with the biggest mullet that you have ever seen. I went up to him. I was in Maccas. I don't know who I was with. And I was talking to someone... Um, this kid in Macca's, his mullet was literally, it was shaven back to here and all it was was mullet. I said, bro, that is an epic haircut. Why did you choose that? <laughs> and he went, oh, I'm going in the mullet competition. <laughs> in, um, where is it? In, Cur- in Curry. I'm going in the mullet competition in Curry and I hope to win this year. I got second last year. What? <laughs> you are a legend. And that's a good choice if you're going in a mullet competition. <laughs> but if you're not going in a mullet competition, don't rock that haircut. <laughs> so the first thing I want to encourage us in this morning is that is our past experience should come into play when we're thinking about the choices that we are about to make. So in light of my past experiences, is this the best decision that I should be making? We've all had a past. We've all had a, um, you know, we've all, all made similar choices throughout our life. And sometimes we get into the habit of making the same choice over and over and over and over again. Where we could learn from that choice that didn't end up so well the first time, hopefully 
we're not going to make it again, and we're going to change the way we make it this time. So this is generally where we start um, when we're making a decision. You know, was this a good experience in the past? Or maybe was it a terrible experience or a bad experience in the past? And this is just a natural thing that we do. But the problem with this mindset is if we just operate on what happened in the past, is that our decisions are all based around if I liked it or not. (laughs) Because something that I like is not always the wisest thing for me to do, right? Just because I enjoy doing something, does that actually make it a wise decision? And what can happen from this emotion that comes up that happens when we're making a choice. You know, a a lot of the time, you know, the choices we're making are all based around our feelings and our emotions and how this choice is going to make me feel. And if it's going to make me feel good, I will do it. If it's going to make me feel bad, I won't do it. But what happens if we just operate on our feelings? What can happen is that we can be making the same choice over and over and over again, and it might not be the wise choice for your life. I think the best way that we should be thinking about this is that we should be learning from our past and thinking about how can I do what I did better this time? Or learning from someone else's mistakes that they did and think, it didn't really end up very well for them. Maybe I'm not going to make that decision for me. In 1 Corinthians 10, 11, it says, these things happened to them as an example for us. They were written down to warn us how... Oh, sorry, how to live at the end of the age. And this is, um, you know, coming out of talking about how, you know, they decided to, to live immorally and all this stuff. And they wrote and they're writing down all the things that, that we shouldn't be doing and saying, hey, we've written this down for you to learn. And the Bible is full of stories that we can learn from, both good and bad. And just because it happened thousands of years ago. You know, we read the Bible sometimes and and we think, oh, well, that was for then. And I want to encourage us this morning. I'm not going to say every single thing in the Bible that happened thousands and thousands of years ago is culturally, uh, we can culturally adapt that into our culture today. But what I am saying that is if it was true and God said it thousands of years ago, it means that it's going to be true for eternity. <laughs> That's something that God says, and it's true, and he's speaking to people in the Bible, and we can read this and learn all this stuff, um, and all this, um, you know, learn from people's past mistakes, and God's encouraging people and saying, hey, don't do that. Hey, you shouldn't be doing this. Hey, don't forget about me. If it was true then, because God said it, I want to encourage you that it's true today for you. It wasn't just for thousands of years ago, that we can learn so much from the Bible stories and apply it to our life today. Because I believe if, if it's a God truth, and here when I say that, a God truth, because the world used to be flat, right? <laughs> and that was true, because <laughs> everyone thought it. But it evolves and adapts. God never told us the world was flat. There's nothing in the Bible talking about the world being flat. It was just that that's what we thought it was. But if it's a God truth, a God truth that he says, this is how you, what we should be doing. This is how we should be living. 
we can learn from that in the past. Is this all right? Number two, we need to be thinking. So first, a choice comes up. And, and what we're, 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 we're looking at here is I don't want, want us today to pile every single choice into one basket. All righty? The clothes we wear, the food we eat, um, you know, all those are choices that we just naturally make. But there are some choices that we're making in life that are impacting our future. You know, the, the food that we eat is impacting our health and, and stuff like that. And it's important for us to be thinking about those choices. But there's some choices in life that just really have no bearing on my future. Like where I park at the shopping center has no bearing for my future. Right? You hear what I'm saying here this morning? That there's some, there's some choices in life that just, if I choose to, um, I don't know, go to this gym or this gym, I don't think it's going to make a big difference for my future. But what I'm trying to encourage us in today is the choices that we're making and the things that we're doing in our life that are actually impacting our future. So the second thing I want to have a look at, we filter it through our past experiences. The second thing we filter it through is our present circumstances. In light of where I am right now, is it the right choice? And this is one that is hard for millennials. <laughs> that we live in the now and it's all about the now and all about, you know, I just want it now. Maybe you're like that as well or maybe it's just me. <laughs> but the question what I want to ask you is that where am I right now in life and me making this decision, is there anything that should stop me from making it? So I've got a few things up on the, on the screen there to have a look. In light of where I, am right, where I am right now, is it the right choice? And I think it's important to think and to understand. I've, high, I've bolded one of them there. Is has my situation changed? Because maybe the choice you were making isn't the right choice for you to be making right now. Do I have time to say yes to this thing? Do I have the money to buy this thing? Has my situation changed? And is there something new, something different, or something lost in my life that might encourage me that I might need to change the decision that I'm making right now? You know, do I have the spiritual maturity to make this decision right now? And maybe do I have a conviction for myself? Because sometimes we make the decision based on what other people tell us to do, and we're not even actually quite sure if I believe it or not. <laughs> you know, I hear so many stories about, um, you know, people investing into things that they had no real understanding about what it was or what they were actually investing into because they listened to someone else's um, information and someone else's story, and they jumped on it, and it didn't end well for them. And I think a lot of the time that happens is because they didn't actually have the conviction for themselves. They were living off someone else's experience. And um, sorry, Siri, <laughs> you trying to tell me something? <laughs> um, this is when ADD is really bad because, you know, I get focused on that and have to get back to this. But, um, no, forgiven. It's all right. 
Um, so what can happen is we do. We, we, if we don't have the conviction for ourselves, I want to encourage you that if you're making a choice in your life, actually make sure you believe it and it's something you actually want to do and something you believe in because if you don't, you're not going to actually always, sometimes it's going to end really bad and other times it'll just fizzle out because you never actually believed it in the first place. How many people have been conned into going to the gym? What, just me? <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> How many people have been conned in to going to the gym and you've gone and you've gone for about three weeks and you're like, you know what? That's a lot of hard work. I'm leaving. <laughs> it's because you didn't actually believe in it. You're just doing it because someone else is telling you that you should. <laughs> or you've gone and you've bought this thing online or you've bought this thing because you've seen it on a commercial and you're like, oh my gosh, that is the greatest thing that's going to change my life forever. You use it once or maybe never and it sits in the cupboard for the rest of your life until you have to give it away and the the recycle center won't take it because they have too many of them, right? (laughs) It happens all the time. But it happens because I didn't actually have a conviction in actually what I was buying. I didn't actually really want the thing. I was just getting it because someone else told me to. When you actually believe in it, you're going to stick with it and run with it. Just because it's good for one person, I want you to hear this this morning, and this is for um, everyone in the room. Youth, you need to be listening to this because it's actually such a big thing that we do. Just because it's good for one person doesn't mean that it's good for everyone. (laughs) Just because someone is in a situation in life or someone's in um, you know, a, a present circumstance in their life and they can go do something, it doesn't mean that you have to or that you should. You know, just because one of your friends might have a good job and, um, you know, this is for the youth and they go out and buy a $200 pair of shoes and they look amazing. If you don't have the money for it, it doesn't mean that you should. <laughs> They're in a circumstance right now where they can do it because they've got the money for it. But it doesn't mean just because one person has it that you have to have it as well because maybe you don't have the money for it. Maybe that, you know, you, you, you know there's things that just are, should be stopping you from making this choice and it's not a wise choice for you to do now. Remember, a good, cho- a good choice at the wrong time is actually a bad choice. You know, I know people that can go out and buy a car every second day if they want. They have so much money coming in, they could literally, if they wanted, just go buy a car whenever they want. Should I do that? (laughs) No, I shouldn't because I don't even have the money to get my car serviced right now. So, you know, it's important that we're not making decisions and emotional decisions just because other people are doing it means that you should. What happens, but, this is the tricky one, what happens if I'm just not quite sure? <laughs> I'm in a situation right now, I think it's a good decision. I, you know, I'm, I'm in this place where I probably have the time, I've got the money, I'm in a good, you know, I'm in a good situation, I think I'm, you know, mature, I, I think I believe in it, but I'm still not quite sure. Has anyone been in this place before? So I'm just not quite sure. Two things that I want to encourage you in this morning. Number one is seek wise counsel. Talk to someone further down the track than you. Talk to someone that has more experience than you in that area because 
they can actually help you and give you the wisdom that you need to make that choice. Ultimately, the choice is yours. We can't blame the person who gave me the advice they told me to. We chose to. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail when there is no counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. So it's important that we're talking to people. And this is where we get mentors in our life for different areas. You know, I have mentors in my life in different areas. I talk to some people about spiritual stuff. I talk to some people about financial stuff. I talk to other people about property stuff. And I I, I just talk to people and ask for their advice and their wisdom. So I'm growing in my knowledge of, of the areas that I'm passionate in. And I'm asking advice and say, you know, would you do this? Is this a good decision? And a good, a good mentor, if I asked them and said, would you do this? They should turn around and they should say, it's not about if I would do it. It's should you do it? Because maybe they can and maybe you shouldn't. So it's important that we're doing this and we're asking people in our lives that we are that are a little bit further down the track than us. Because, you know, what can happen in our present situation right now, I, I, I call these people the, I want that one. I don't know if that's you, but emotionally they see something and they're like, oh, I want it. And nothing, there's, there's, there's no rational thought that comes in. It's just, I want that one. I want that one. That's why I never take my wife car shopping. It doesn't matter if the car has three wheels. If she wants that one, that's the one that she wants. <laughs> so, Rational thought goes out the window if I want that one. But when I can ask someone, hey, is this a good car? It, have you ever used this car before? Do they have good engines, you know, mileage, you know, all that stuff? You can ask the question and, you know, I'll go talk to Pastor Greg about buying a car because he has no ima- emotional attachments to cars <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> they come and they go. <laughs> Second thing I want to encourage you in, is, is there a direct scripture or biblical principle that can talk into your choice? The Bible is so important that we're going to that as well. And Psalm 19, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light to my path. Now the word is full of amazing instruction and principle that we can apply to our life to help us in a situation. If you don't know where to look, go and get the advice (laughs) and then go and look and pray and seek God for yourself. Last thing I want to have a look at, and this is the most important one, is that we have to filter our decisions through our future hopes and dreams. You know, I think this is the question that, that we forget to ask ourselves so often. And we think about the past, we think about the now, but we forget about where I'm going and actually what I want to do in my future. You know, is this going to be a wise choice for my future? You know, Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now choose life. It's our choice if we choose life of where we're actually going in this world, where we actually want to be. What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your goals for your future? And we, what we need to do is be um, thinking about, okay, is the choice I'm going to make right now help me in my future situation. I've got a few up on the screen here for you today. Where do I want to be financially? Where do I want to be in my career? Where do I want to be in my relationship with my kids? 
Where do I want to be at the end of year 12? Where do we want our, or sorry, what do we want our children to believe about Jesus in 20 years' time? You know what, parents? This is a big one. <laughs> this is huge. Because we are shaping what they think about God, what they are thinking about church, what they are thinking about, you know, the way that we should be living in a relationship with God. We are shaping that decision. Where do I want to be in my health? You know, the man or woman that you want to find in your future. You know, do we want to buy a house or rent a house? You know, the marriage that I want in 10 years' time, the decisions I'm making today are actually affecting that in the future. You know, travel plans. We've got travel plans. That's amazing. But we need to make good choices now so that we can do it in the future. You know, my mum lives overseas, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> they must make very wise choices so that they can always, well, sorry, mum is always <laughs> overseas. I think she's on a cruise at the moment. The relationship with God, at the, your relationship with God at the end of the year, where do you want to be? Because if you just keep making the same choice now, just as the band comes, we're going to continually be at the same place at the end of the year. We need to change our choices and be thinking about how we're living. So to wrap this up this morning, we have the three areas, our past, our present, and our future. And what I want to encourage us in right now is all those things are amazing, and we need to think about that. But in isolation and in silos, they can actually be dangerous. Because if we, think of, if we make a decision just because of our past, we can operate in fear. And what we can do is maybe not make the choice <laughs> that you should be making, not make the wise choice because something's happened in the past and we can operate out of fear. Or if we only operate out of the present, what can happen is that we become like the millennials and we just say, I want it now. And I make the wrong choice because I'm impatient. Or if only I'm thinking about my future and where I want to go, I'm going to miss out on what God actually has for me now. So what I want to encourage us is to make a wise choice. We actually need all three of these things. And what I want to do is put bookends either side, knock out the walls in between. And when we're making a choice, we're going to filter our decision through my past, my present, and my future. Because it's so important that we don't just operate in one of them. Because I don't believe that it's going to be the wisest choice if we don't link all of them together. Why don't we stand to our feet this morning? In the light of my past, in light of my present situation, and in light of my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise decision? You know, for some of us, that might be we need to cut up some credit cards. For some of us, that might mean putting a relationship on pause. Not if you're married. For some of you, that might mean not drinking right now. Maybe it was okay for me to do. But where I am right now and where I want to get to, maybe it's not a great decision for you to be doing that right now. For some of you, that might mean getting 
accountability software on your computers and smartphones. The choice you're making now is influencing your future. There's an amazing um, app called MyPack, uh, My or Pack, I think it's called. And basically what it is, is you put on all your devices at home, and what it does, it allows everyone to see what's going on on your devices. And if you turn it off, everyone can see. <laughs> and the conversation, hey, why, why did you turn that off? And that conversation can, ha- um, can be had. I'll get you the exact name of that. It's really good. I've been um, meaning to, uh, I heard about it about two weeks ago and they showed me. I'm like, wow, I've got to get that on my devices. It's great. For some of you, that might mean freeing up Sundays and getting to church. I'm probably talking to the wrong people this morning. (laughs) If you're listening to this on the podcast, it's probably you. (laughs) But you know what? This is truth. It's truth. The way we think about church is the way that my kids are going to think about church. The amount that I'm passionate about Jesus and the amount that I'm making the sacrifice in my life to get here week in and week out. And I know you're probably thinking, you're the pastor, you have to be here. It's true. But you know what? I want to be here because it actually makes a massive difference in my life where I want to get in my future. And it makes a huge impact in my kids' lives about where I want them to be in their future. It's so important. You know, maybe for some of us, it's, you know, it's making more time for that Bible and prayer. If we want to grow in our relationship with God, it just won't happen. We have to make the choice for it to happen. But for some of us, it might mean dealing with some unforgiveness in our past. And I was encouraging someone this the other day that why wait another day when you can actually get healing and forgiveness now? Why live another 20 years with it? What's the point? Why wait another day when we can make the decision and the choice now? It's your choice. Maybe you've been here today thinking, "I've, I've been living life, making dumb choices and not having godly wisdom. You know, a lot of people in life are not living with godly wisdom because they haven't actually asked Jesus into their life. It's hard to make a God choice when we're not in relationship with Him, church. It's hard to make the right choice, the wise choice, when I'm not in relationship with the one who guides my choices. So this morning, I just want to pray for us and I just want to encourage us in the choices that we're making. And I want to encourage you today to make choices with godly wisdom. But for us to do that, you know, we have to ask Jesus into our life first. The only way we're going to be able to live this life and making the choices that are actually best for our life is to invite Jesus into our life and to, to live the life that He actually has for us. You know, I don't know where you are in this room today. Maybe you made this decision years and years and years ago, but, you know, you haven't been living that life that God wants you to be living right now, what we can do, which I love, is that we can just make the choice to say, God, I want to invite you back in. I want to make the choices that you actually have for me and my family. So God, right now, I just pray for every single person in this room today. God, I just thank you that you love them. I thank you, God, that you want to meet us where we're at, not where we think we should be. 
But God, this morning, I just thank you for the amazing choices that you can encourage us in in our life to help us make wise choices so that we ultimately are going to end up to the place where you want us to be. And this morning, God, I just pray for anyone in this room that, that doesn't have that amazing relationship with you, anyone in this room that doesn't have a personal relationship with you, God, I pray this morning that they can make a choice. They can make a choice to say, Jesus, I want to start a relationship with you. I want to invite you into my life, and I want to start the journey today. You know, if that is you this morning, all I want to do really quickly, I just want you to shoot your hand up and put it back down and say, Chris, this morning, I want to make this choice to ask Jesus into my life. And I'll come and have a chat with you after the service, but we're going to finish now. We're going to move out. So, you know what? This morning, if you want to make this choice, if you want to say, Jesus, I want to invite you back into my life to make you the Lord and Savior of my life, or if you want to make this decision for the very first time, really quickly, I just want you to put your hand up and say, Chris, that's me this morning. Do that right now. That's so good. That is amazing. Does anyone else want to make that decision this morning? And say, yeah, you know what? I want to make that decision this morning and ask Jesus into my life because I want to make the choice for my future. Just throw it up, put it back down, and we'll pray for you after the service. That's awesome. God, we just commit this message to you in Jesus' name. Amen. today brought to you by Baylife Church. We hope the message leaves you feeling challenged and inspired to live out your Christian walk. Please tune in again for next week's message.